T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Second Amendment Radio in the Great Outdoors is sponsored by Intervine. Get the best camping lanterns, flashlights, and more at Intervine.com. Birds and snakes and airplane. Lenny Bruce is not afraid. I have a hurricane. Listen to yourself. Turn world to its own needs. Dummy, serve your own needs. Feed it up and knock speed. Grunt, no strength. The ladder starts to clatter with fear. Fight down high. Wire the fire represent the seven gates in a government for hire at a combat site. Welcome to Second Amendment Radio and the no, Great Outdoors. That wasn't we didn't start the fire, was it? No, that was. It was close. It sounded it, like it. That was. It's the end of the world as we know. Oh it. yeah, 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 fire, yeah. yeah. But that kind of sounded like. Wasn't there a lawsuit about the? They sounded so similar. Uh, years there was ago, a lo- but not those two songs. But I think you. I think um, we didn't start the fire. Did have a lawsuit against it? Can't remember. But what it wasn't that was. from REM. Okay, okay. But I do remember that vaguely. For the record, Tony was singing along with no teleprompter. He. This is not I'm karaoke. A, That's. I'm a big REM fan. I could tell. I'm a big REM. Oh, fan. I'm impressed. Yeah. I'm impressed. Yeah. Uh, this is Second Amendment Radio in the Great oh, Outdoors, yeah, that's and we right. are happy that you are able to join us once again this week. My name is Tony Colombo here in studio with producer Chad Ellis and my partner Bo Matthews. Great to see you, my friend. Good to see you. It's been a it's been a dang while. No kidding, no kidding. Months but, and uh, months. We're back together here in the studio. It's uh, great to be talking to everyone. Got a great show on tap for you today. Uh, a little bit later on, we are going to talk to the sheriff of Jefferson County, Sheriff Dave Marshak, a regular on this show. But it's been a little while since we've talked to the sheriff. There's a lot going on in this world. A lot of um, a lot of news surrounding law enforcement happened around the country this week in places like Seattle and Portland and Chicago. And I am so glad that we have such a great relationship with uh, Sheriff Marshak and other members of law enforcement in our area here because it's really great, I think, to get their insight and their reaction to some of these stories and some of these issues that are affecting police around the country. So I'm really looking forward to talking to you, Sheriff, about that. And why is it uh, when uh, the man on the street goes and talks to you know people that live in the inner city uh, and asks the question, do you want to defund the police? And they're like, no, we need a police officer on every corner. But yet the politicians and a lot of the uh, liberal news agencies say, no, we're going to defund it. We're going to yeah. dismantle. Yeah. Dismantle that. So, yeah. that's. Yeah. I it, mean, things like... You know, uh, things that I want to talk to Sheriff about, and and we'll probably keep Sheriff around for the podcast exclusive 
So uh, if you want to hear a continuation of the conversation that we're going to have with the sheriff, make sure you download our podcast exclusive, two podcasts we put out each and every week. We put out the show podcast, which you're listening to right now on Fridays, and we put out the podcast exclusive on Mondays. And that podcast exclusive, like I said, a little bit of an extra conversation stuff that we uh, run out of time for or just maybe want to get you know more into the weeds with on some uh, certain topics. That's what we do on the podcast exclusive, and Sheriff's going to join us for that this week. So make sure you're checking that out. But, um, you know, Bo, you just mentioned it, politicians and uh, other groups having such an influence on um, law enforcement right now in Seattle. This is one of the stories that I want to get uh, uh, Sheriff's reaction on, but I get your reaction right now. The police chief in Seattle, Carmen Best, resigned after the city council voted seven to one in Seattle to cut the police budget by four million dollars and up to 100 officers. And this police chief said, I can't do it. No, I, I'm not going to be the one that leads this as you're taking everything away and making it harder and harder for us to do our jobs and make and making us look worse and worse. <laughs> I'm not going to be the one that stands here, you know, on the sinking ship. What's the what's the mindset of the people that voted to do this? That's what I'm thinking. Who because I, I've even had small instances. You've had a you've had a car wreck recently. W- what do you do? You got to call 911, right? Well, if 911 doesn't pick up, or if you get a voicemail, that's that's not. I mean, and this is a, a, a traditional car wreck, right? This is not an attack. This is not a bad neighbor acting up, or this, and 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 then bigger things that go on in this world. Who are you gonna call? Who are the the right. seven that voted against it? Who are they gonna call? Yeah, when things go down, yeah, seven to one. No, so it's, it's not even close. Yeah, it wasn't even close. And the answer, the short and, in my opinion, at least, the short and unfortunate answer is for votes. They think that voting that way, putting these laws in, these policies in, is going to get them reelected to whatever position they're sitting in. Right, That's right. why I think they vote. You said, why do why do they make these changes? Why do they institute these laws? I think that they believe that that's how they stay they'll, in. they'll keep their jobs. Sure, sure. Uh, and maybe they're right. And if they are, that's really sad. I well, hope they're wrong. And and really, if if this is a situation that you you know you put in your mind that if if the St. Louis City or Jefferson County or St. Charles County Police defunded, and you ask yourself the question, who do I call if I if, if I call nine one one and there's no nine one one to pick up, uh, other than for medical emergencies, which there again that's a whole other ball of wax. But that's why it's so important to understand the laws of the Second Amendment and what you can do to self-police if you have to defend if you know you can call and, and you could be put on a list you go oh, well we'll be out there in a half hour you know if you you know when you had your car wreck how long did it take the for the police to show up yeah we didn't even call the police you didn't even call them Mm-mm. well and it was a car wreck but mm-hmm. uh, you know it, it, we could ask sheriff marshak what's what's the what's the the call time for from initial phone call to arrival of law enforcement at your situation whatever that is yeah not a car wreck but and what would it be if you if you got 20 percent of the force cut i don't want to live there what would happen then if it's if it's you know three minutes right now okay well what about in a world where you have you know a a quarter less uh officers and budget right now how long now what would be your guess and and don't you feel that as the coronavirus pandemic continues the the fatigue of this event 
uh, for our world is so exhausting that people are are you know touchy. They're 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 you know angry. They want stuff over. If you're at uh, if you're at the big box store and you know something goes down. Matter of fact, a buddy of mine uh, was at River City Casino and had a little bit of an incident at a at a roulette table and. There was no security. I mean, I'm sure there was security somewhere, but they weren't right there. He really felt that he was going to have to deal with it himself. Yeah. And then his wife grabbed don't his arm. All, don't you feel like that right now? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Everywhere? Yeah. Chad, do you feel that way? Like, do you feel like it, more than ever, like anytime, even if you're just going into a store that you've been into a million times and you, you don't think anything's going to happen, but are you just a little more aware and kind of on edge and like, I got to kind of look out for myself. On edge now. is the is yeah. a great term yeah, for it. Ab- absolutely. And it sucks. It sucks to be thinking that all the time. Like Here's I'm the going other thing. into this cute I'm going into this quick trip that may not be in the best neighborhood ever, but I've been in it a million times. I've never right. had a problem. So normally I wouldn't think about anything. Now I'm thinking, you know, like I better kind of like be a little bit more aware of my surroundings. You it don't just, know when somebody's going to snap, you right. know? Plus you don't know fi- uh, your your visual cues. When I look at you, Chad, you you don't have your mask on right now, but if you have your mask on, you don't know what the person's thinking. You, <laughs> I've actually used that to my advantage. Yeah, at home, my girl's like, "Take that mask off." I don't know what your facial expression looks like. You wear it at home? Hold on here. Like he just like said, we, he, he said he takes it. He uses it to his advantage. Like if we just came in and like you know she's she yeah. says something and I'm just staring. Yeah, she's like, what are you thinking? Right, right. <laughs> Nothing. Never answer that question, Chad. <laughs> but it does. It stinks. It's just it just like I you you feel more and more like you're just kind of on your own. And I think that that's a actually a perfect tie-in, unintentional, but may, you're brilliant, uh, bro. <laughs> been doing this for a long time. Um, it's a perfect tie-in to everything that we've talked about on the show for the last six months, you know, since this whole thing has happened with um, our all our friends at Southern Armory and Razorback and Osage County Guns, you know, all the – how they – don't have any ammunition in stock and right. they don't, and you know half their shelves are empty because all the people are buying guns because everybody feels that way all these you know people that that used to think well I don't need a gun I don't really I'm not really comfortable with one sure. you know I'll call the police if I need you know if I'm ever in a bad situation those people are buying guns now because they feel like they're kind of on their own right and I don't think that's the police's fault I think that's the position that we've put the police in the community. In. Here's the other thing that I'd like to talk to the sheriff about is, uh, you know, domestic violence. Early on in this coronavirus pandemic, you know, isolation, we were hearing of, you know, domestic violence calls were up and, you know, abuse was up. And it's it's horrible because people are so on edge. I mean, for me to be away from my wife for any amount of time right now, I mean, it's awesome. It's a it's a great break. <laughs> no, no, no. She's the, hey, by the way, I asked her, what's the best thing about me not, you know, having to go into the studio every day? She says, well, that you're home all the time. I said, well, what's the worst part? She goes, you're that home. you're home all the time. Yeah, right. So, no, but there's a, there's a break as I'm driving away today going, I'm actually going to be gone for like five or six hours today? Yeah. This is going to be kind of weird. But to your point about shopping, you don't know if somebody, I mean, people seem to be a little more, I don't want to say rude, but they're just not as generous. Like, you open a door for somebody. Yeah. yeah. And people don't, I don't know. My yeah. experience is it, it, it's just not the kind gentle nation we used to be in uh you know before the pandemic situation my opinion only but it's also my experiences restaurants are a whole nother you know avenue that you can go down because again you don't know uh we were at a a restaurant uh not long ago and a gal actually had a smiley face 
on the front of her mask, I was like, oh, that's genius. You know, even if you're grumpy, <laughs> right. you know, you're selling it. Right. You know? yeah. <laughs> so anyway. I, I was, um, you know, like I mentioned, we've talked about it a lot that these stores don't have the inventory that they used to. And, you know, the, you know, it's tough to find ammo. I was actually at Osage County Guns last weekend and I was shocked because the last time I was there several months ago, it's a huge store already. I've heard. And 6,000 square foot retail space. It's giant. And the last time I was there, every case was stocked full. Every rack, every shelf was stocked full. And I walk in and there's all this empty space. I couldn't believe it. Now, they still have a great selection. Sure. You know, but nothing like what they had. And I and he, I was talking to John, who joins us all the time um, on the show, and he kind of caught me, like, looking around and, I guess, you know, read my expression. Like, I was like, whoa. And he was like, yeah, it's crazy. Like, it, it, it's unbelievable how empty Because he is. knows what that store was meant to be. It was supposed yeah. to have 5,000. And, and what it has always been until right. now. Right. Like, it's, it's it, last time I was there, last couple times I was there, it was always packed. Everything. Everything, Everything. you can think of. Yeah. And even the last time uh, Jake and John were on... They said it, it's kind of sad because we only have like seventeen hundred weapons that are right. on. So, well, yeah. seventeen hundred sounds like a lot, but yeah. to this guy, well, when you know, you're used to having five or six thousand. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, to have totally that choice different. and the ammo and all that stuff. So, yeah. yeah, the 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 hunt for ammo is definitely still on. Yeah, because and I'm hearing lots of practice being done in my you know out where I live. You hear it off in the distance. People are practicing. People are getting mm. you know getting comfortable with their firearms, which anybody should do. And if you have an opportunity to buy extra ammo, just do it because yeah. you need practice ammo. Yeah. yeah. And uh, speaking of that, we're going to take this first break here. I don't even think I talked about who was joining us in the next segment. After we take this first break, we talked about Sheriff Marshak joining us later in the show. Right. I said we have a packed show. Dimitri Young, who is a former St. Louis Cardinals player, has a new podcast um, it, it's a it's a, a sports and professional wrestling combo podcast. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to talking to the former Cardinal uh, about that. But he's also uh, an avid outdoorsman and fisherman, and I believe he's on a lake. Right now? Is that right, Chad? Yes. Dimitri, Dimitri is fishing right now. That's what he told us and he'll be doing this so, morning. Yeah, so <laughs> when we talk to former Cardinal Dimitri Young about his new podcast, get his thoughts on you know how this pandemic has affected Major League Baseball. Absolutely. We'll talk fishing as well because... He's fishing as we as we speak. So uh, don't go anywhere. You just mentioned ammo, Bo. Usually at the beginning of uh, every show in this segment, we're typically joined by Aaron Tarlow, the owner of Southern Armory. He was unable to join us this week, but he did uh, send me a text with some information about Southern Armory. And the number one thing that he says is all caps, we have ammo. So apparently they have gotten some shipments of ammunition in nice. there at Southern Armory. So if you are looking for ammo, make sure you go and check them out. They also uh, have some AR-15s coming into stock there, blue label guns available. Of course, they can take care of all of your special orders out there, and they are uh, getting back into CCW classes and and, uh, advanced pistol classes. Those training classes they offer are going to be starting back up soon, so you can get uh, information about everything uh, involving that and check out the ammo and the guns that they have available there at Southern Armory by going to SouthernArmory.com. That's SouthernArmory.com.
Com. You got that right. 9901 Watson Road, one mile east of 270 and 44. Check them out also on Facebook and the Southern Armory Facebook and the Southern Armory website. So big uh, big thank you to Aaron for sending that information, and we will talk to Aaron once again next week. So let's go ahead and take this first break, and when we get back, we will talk to the former St. Louis Cardinal, Dimitri Young, who is fishing as we speak. I'm very jealous of that. Lucky. Yeah, you are listening to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Radio and the Great Outdoors. Tony Colombo here in studio with producer Chad Ellis and my partner Bo Matthews. And as I mentioned in that last segment, in just a moment, we're going to be talking to the former St. Louis Cardinal, Dimitri Young, uh, about fishing. He's on the water right now, I believe, fishing, which is fantastic. Uh, and anytime we talk about fishing here on Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors, it's brought to you by our friends over at Bluff City Outdoors in Alton, right on the banks of the Mississippi River. Of course, they specialize in big catfish gear being right there on the river, but they also have a huge selection of bass and crappie lures and just about anything else that you need for your fishing trip. They have you covered at Bluff City. Check them out at bluffcityoutdoors.com. And as I mentioned, let's go ahead and get Dimitri on the line right now. Joining us is a former St. Louis Cardinal Major League Baseball All-Star Dimitri Young. Dimitri, how's it going, my friend? Uh, it's actually been a whirlwind in the last week or so. Um, you announced me as a former St. Louis Cardinal, but you can also announce me as the new Camarillo High School baseball coach. Yeah, nice. you know what? We were looking. Um, uh, uh, Bo was just uh, looking you up on uh, on the Google and and saw that that you had just uh, you just got that new gig coaching baseball there, and, and that's in California. Is that right? Yeah, Camarillo High School. That's where my brother Delman went. Yeah, where everybody knows he was the number one pick overall. Right, and that right. was my rival. That was my rival high school. <laughs> oh no! Uh, no kidding. And, and I snort. And no, no, it's a good thing because I've been in the community for the last nine years. You know, moving back to California, and the last three years I was coaching with Royce Clayton at Oaks Christian yeah. High School, former. St. Louis Cardinal. Oh himself. yeah, sure, yeah. And and on that team had me as the hidden coach, and I was up with Varsity and JV. You had Jeff Weaver, another former Cardinal, yeah. was the pitching coach. <laughs> well, he still is the pitching coach over there. And then you have Royce as the head coach. And basically, what happened? The Camarillo High School coach um, had to resign due to the fact that he has a, a young family and. Mm. And with that and what's going on in the world right now, yeah. you know, I totally respect them for, you know, stepping down because you do have a young family. You you worry about them and their well-being. And for me, sure. my kids are adults out right. of the house. I've been around the youth space for about the last, since 2013, really. Wow. Doing the Breakthrough Series and the Elite Development Invitational and um, Hank Aaron Invitational with Major League Baseball and the Players Association and USA Baseball doing events with Perfect Game 
and doing the RBI World Series. So I've been in the youth space for a long time, and and finally having a a program, especially a story program like Camarillo, and and um, you know, because a lot of kids were yeah. going to other schools where oh. they can get looked at by colleges and. It was like, hold on, that's that's in my Rolodex. <laughs> wait a that minute, is... wait a minute, is that is that like uh, no longer a thing anymore? No. Rolodex? Yeah, <laughs> it's in your contacts. It's in your contacts of your phone. <laughs> it's okay. Rolodex is okay for me and Bo. Chad, I don't know. He, Chad, have you ever have you ever owned a Rolodex? No. Do you know what Do you know what, know what a Rolodex is? I know what it is. I used to play with one, like thought it was a toy, um, until I got in trouble for playing. I can see that. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I thought you was gonna say a Rolodex was like a mini Rolex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dimitri, I you know I know that you've been working, uh, coaching uh, kids, and and working with different uh, schools and organizations for so long, and then of course you've got this uh, uh, the podcast that you guys are doing as well. Um, it sounds like there's going to be less time for uh, getting out on the water, so you better enjoy it while you can, right? Oh, you know, um, there, there still will be time. Yeah, they know that boy. I love to fish, <laughs> and um, and the principal, um, principal Matt LaBelle is a baseball guy himself, and um, and so he, I mean, he's all for it. I got a full reign to hire who I want to hire, yeah, that's and, great. and part of what I want to build is a I, it's not what I want to build. It's what I'm going to build. Yeah. It's a powerhouse. And That's it awesome. starts at the top. It starts with me and whoever I bring in. And the people I'm bringing in are going to be 100% devoted to the kids, helping them, holding them accountable, helping them transform from boys to men. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, athletics is such an important thing. And, you know, we we see things like – uh, gym class, uh, PE classes, and music classes, and sports, you know, a lot of times don't get the attention, the funding that they need, especially in, in a crazy world like what we're going through right now. So I I wish you all the best because that is so important to for these kids to have that outlet, whether it be, you know, in the fine arts, you know, a chance to be a musician or, you know, an athlete. Um, it's just so important and so great. And I just know how much you know, being an athlete in high school was such a, you know, how much it taught me. So, I mean, it's just such an important thing. What do you, what do you got, Bo? I'm, I'm just giggling about his ringtone. Uh, Dimitri, have you oh, thought yeah. about changing the ringtone before the kids call, start calling you? <laughs> uh, which, uh, what was it? It was notorious. And, uh, uh, and I was, and, and I would think the only reason you might need to change Uh-oh. it is because they won't even know, uh, who, uh, <laughs> big was. <laughs> No, they know who Biggie is. Good, good. They know, they know Biggie and Tupac. All right. No, good. and I'm not offended. I'm, I'm not offended. I just am not. So uh, it used to be Heavy D and the Boys. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, going even further back, dude. Yeah, you're going. You and I. I think you and I are probably. I'm 42. I think you and I have a very similar taste and kind of grew up in the in the same so, time. So are frame. you saying that the rap music I'm playing is equivalent to us listening to Louis Armstrong? Uh, I <laughs> <laughs> maybe not that bad, but unfortunately, uh, probably getting close. So um, I want to talk about the podcast in a minute, but I, I gotta I gotta ask yeah. you uh, if you're out there right now fishing what is uh what do you fish for a specific like i'm a bass fisherman primarily um do you have a specific fish that you go after and um um uh, what's your kind of uh go-to uh strategy lures and all that kind of stuff ah that's funny that you say that Mm -hmm. um out here in the pacific ocean 
You know, yeah, you got a whole lot of things out here that are, that are, that swim close to shore. You have the surf perch, which is a common dish that um yeah that pretty easy. I won't say easy to catch, but they're hungry and dumb. Mm. And you have um <laughs> then you have um a lot of people say that about Bo. Hey, hey, it's called whiting. <laughs> What's it called? And whiting. Okay. But in but out here it's called um Corbina. So set the stage and, for us, Dimitri. Where are you? Are you yeah. on the ocean right now? Yeah, are you do you fish off yeah, the uh, do you fish you off the beach? Yeah, yeah, do you yeah, fish I, off Yeah, oh. I'm on the beach now. Nice. Nice. So the I'm like, like a foot from the water. God, that's amazing. That's incredible. Do you um have you always been in uh have you always been into fishing? Is it something you kind of grew up with or is it something no, that uh, you I, got into as I, an adult? I got into this uh, three years ago. Okay. I'm a I'm a type type two diabetic and um and I had ketoacidosis, which oh Lord mm. have mercy. That's mm. all I can say is mm. you don't want to have that and you have diabetes. Mm. So I was in the hospital and I was like, Man, I need to change my diet and and I had a couple of buddies post some things up on Facebook talking about, yeah, they go fishing and stuff and I'm like, Yeah, let's go fishing and so the first time I went out on the boat, it's called the Aloha Spirit. It's probably one of the best boats around here in um, Ventura County as far as going out and going after the good fish. And um, I fell in love with it. I didn't know how to do a thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to cast. I didn't know how to use the double dropper loop. Um, yeah. I hated touching the um, live bait, like the uh, sardines and stuff. I was real squeamish. I know. <laughs> right. guy like me. Yeah. Not wanting to touch fish. <laughs> yeah, that was me, though. And, uh, <laughs> And then after that, I mean, it just became fun. You catch that first fish, and it's like, oh, yeah, oh, oh, yeah, oh. it is, it is. It's, 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 it, it like it, it sets off a, a like a, a light in your head, and it's like I, I, I love to fish when I was younger with my with my dad and my grandpa, and then you know I got you know into my twenties. And, you know, was starting off in my radio career and doing other things. And Chasing just, girls. Fishing was just not, yeah, it just wasn't important <laughs> to me anymore. And then it was not until I was in my 30s, maybe 10 years ago, something like that, um, I went fishing with a buddy of mine for the first time in years and years. And it was the same story, Demetri. I caught that first fish, and I, and I had that fight. It was a, you know, good-sized bass and had that fight uh, yeah. and, and reeled it in, <laughs> and it just was like... Uh, this I want to do this a lot yeah, more, yeah. and it just became it just became a thing. And I think it's such a great outlet, and I think it kind of ties back into that whole conversation, Dimitri, with you know people, kids especially, but just people in general need to have these outlets, and it's important to introduce them to things like going outside, you know, camping, being out in the outdoors, fishing, playing a sport. You know, I think we all need these extra outlets these days. Would you agree with that? Oh, 100%. Get outdoors. Enjoy yeah. enjoy what, what, what's been presented to us. I mean, there's just so many things to do. I'm not much of a hiker because we got um, mountain lions and bobcats and stuff out here, <laughs> and know. I ain't that brave. No, no, no. We don't want to mess with them. <laughs> you know, I yeah, think I the, no, but the other benefit. The beach right now, I see about probably about 15 people on the beach. You got a uh, female about to go surfing. You have a couple walking. Yeah. You have some people surf fishing. You got a dude on a, a beach cruiser. Yeah. And you have another family that's up here just enjoying enjoying the beach. 
That's and awesome. And it's like a two-mile stretch. Oh, that's beautiful. And, Dimitri, are you out there by yourself, or are you fishing with friends today? I got I got a couple of buddies with me. Okay, so so is there a lot of talk going on about the uh, the team you're going to be coaching here soon? Well, they, they showed up right before you did, and they congratulated me on, you know, becoming the head coach. Yeah. And, um... And that's the extent right now. They're getting their lines yeah. ready, and um, I've been out here for a little while. Nice. So it's, it's, we're, we're trying to go towards where the, the jetties are, where the jetty is, where there's a bridge, and mm-hmm. we want to try and fish for different fish. I guess my point is, it's nice. It's easy to get into your head when you're out there doing something like that. You're doing what you're doing, but you can you can think about what you know the good Lord's put in front of you on what you got to do. Yeah, yeah. Gives oh, you some time. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. This is a great place to clear your head and and. I don't know if y'all can hear the background of the ocean or not, but um, yeah, just listening to the the waves crash and feel the the sunshine. It's mm-hmm. like yeah, I'm clearing my head. I'm 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 internalizing everything that's just happened this past week, and you know I'm I mean I'm I'm real happy because. I get to work with with kids, and it's going to yeah. be my program. That is so. That and is so beautiful. We, we congratulations on that so much. Um, unfortunately, we're almost out of time. I want to got to have you back sometime soon. Um, maybe we can have you and Dennis and maybe Jason come on one day and, and join us for our podcast exclusive that oh, we do. Oh, did Dennis tell you we also have D Mac Darren McCarty? He's uh, the he, team now. Yeah, he told me that that was going to happen. So, yeah, so Darren McCarty, yeah. former hockey player, uh, tough guy, right. hockey player, going to join the the podcast with Jason Kendall and, you and Demetri Young. We're, and yeah, We're naming it the Farrell family. Yeah, I like <laughs> it. The Heenan hey, family. Yeah, I like the it. The Farrell family. We're wrestling we, with sports. You can have, we call him the weasel? You Jason Kendall. You have myself. You have Darren McCarty. You have... Brett Boone and Sean Casey sometimes. Uh-huh. And and you have Dennis Farrell leading the charge. And can we call Dennis the weasel? Uh, like Bobby he Heaton? Looks more like a mole. <laughs> 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 so, um, uh, yeah, like I said, got to have you back on, talk more about uh, fishing. Also, um, I'm sure we've got, we could tell some great stories about your time in, in baseball and here um, with the St. Louis Cardinals. You're on, uh, this show uh, airs on two stations here in St. Louis, one of which is KMOX, which of course has been. Uh, broadcasting Cardinal baseball for a long time, so I'm sure a lot of the people yeah. listening on KMOX um, uh, love to hear your voice and uh, hear that you're doing uh, so good. And I actually have a very personal story. This is a tease just to get you back so we can uh, talk about, we can get into this more next time we have a chance to talk. I have a, a very uh, a personal story of um, a moment in time with my friends that uh, I'll never forget, and you are involved, Dimitri, in that memory. Um, it has to do with the 96 National League Championship Series and some friends of mine and what we were doing and uh, uh, the triple that you hit, I think, in Game 4. <laughs> anyway, um, I, I'll tell you the whole story <laughs> and the whole memory uh, next time we get a chance to talk. But before we let you go, tell people about this new podcast. I think it is uh, freaking awesome as a sports and wrestling fan um, it's like the perfect thing for me. You just mentioned all the great people involved, uh, wrestling with sports, this really cool podcast. Tell people about it. Well, um, the way that it came together is, um, Dennis was doing, um, another podcast, um, wrestling perspective with Petey Williams. And he had me on a couple of times and 
he was very impressed with my overall wrestling knowledge, not just WWE, but Impact Wrestling, AEW, yeah. Ring of Honor, New Japan, uh, Major right. League Wrestling, NWA. Yeah. I'm, I'm really you into, got into wrestling in that sense. And Dennis was like, dude, you need to come on and, 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 and do this with us. And then when we did it again with Jason Kendall, he was mm-hmm. like, I was like, you know what? We're in the middle of a pandemic. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not busy. <laughs> so, you know, let's, let's do this. Nice. And, and the whole thing about the show is we're wrestling geeks, and we don't ask the tough questions. We just, we just like to have a conversation with the people, and, and, and that's been our niche. And, and as you know, Jason Kendall – he likes, he's an interrupter. He's the one that get on there and in the middle of anything, he'll just he'll cut you off and, and start asking this question. And then I'm, I'm talking about him. Dennis is talking about him. And, you know, and now we had Darren McCarty, who was, a, I mean, he's a tremendous wrestling fan like myself. It was like we're sitting there trading off stuff that the novel, the novice wrestling fan is not going to really know. And um, it's just been absolutely fun. And, of course, with, now me being a high school coach, and even though we had a pandemic, you know, my time is going to be um, a little bit more away from the podcast and more with the team, but I'll be on there as much as possible Yeah, because the Farrell family. I love it. You know, we're going to do a lot of good things for wrestling with sports. You know, Heck just yeah. get our perspective because we love the wrestlers. We know what they go through. And, you know, yeah, it's, it's um, you know, predetermined but you gotta be an athlete to do all the stuff that they do no doubt 100 percent, no and, doubt and and i give them all the credit in the world because i definitely cannot do what they do i couldn't take a bump those ring ropes hurt when you try and <laughs> go off the, uh, yeah that hurts yeah and i'm not gonna get on the top rope and do that Ooh, uh-uh. <laughs> no, thank you. isn't it amazing Dude. though that yeah. wrestling has been a constant for so many decades yeah. i mean i sat next to baron von roschke and mad dog vachon on a plane one time when i was about 10 years old and it was oh, the wow. greatest moment of my life. That's if you were Wahoo McDaniel, remember so, that name? Oh, absolutely, Bo. You oh, would, absolutely. you will, you would love this. You will love their podcast. Then uh, again, it's called Wrestling with Sports. And um, uh, the, one of the things, Dimitri, that I loved the most about it is that you know, like you said, it's you and Jason Kendall, and now Darren McCarty. So you got these professional athletes, and you guys talk a little bit about sports, and then you guys have such great wrestling guests on as well like i just listened to the one with the good brothers and for me and i think a lot of fans out yeah i think for me and a lot of people that like podcasts like this um it's it's great to hear you guys talk about like current events or like breakdown matches or whatever but i to hear you and jason tell stories about your you know time in major league baseball and then you know the wrestlers telling their stories about being on the road and plane rides like that that behind the scene uh uh picture that you guys are able to paint for your listeners i think is one of the biggest reasons that people should listen so you need to check it out the podcast is called wrestling with sports it's uh hosted by dennis farrell and dimitri young and jason kendall and now darren mccarty so go and check it out just about anywhere that you get podcasts uh bo was just showing me a Four point five out of five rating that the podcast has. Uh, that is absolutely incredible. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, wrestling with sports. Check it out. And Dimitri Young, we will have to have you back on the show real uh, soon, my friend. Thank you for your time and uh, go enjoy the fishing and uh, good luck today. Hope you catch something big. 
I hope so, too. And you guys have a great day, and thank you again. You yeah, bet. good talking thank to you. Have a good that one. That is former St. Louis Cardinal Major League Baseball All-Star Dimitri Young. New coach, new head coach out there in California. That's awesome. And make sure you guys check out that podcast. All right, we got to take a quick break. When we get back, we will talk to Sheriff Dave Marshak from Jefferson County on Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Welcome back to Second Amendment Radio and the great outdoors. Great stuff there with Dimitri Young, the former Cardinal. If you missed it, make sure you download the podcast of the show. Each and every week we put out two podcasts. He is enjoying the great outdoors, Bo, standing on the beach looking at the Pacific Ocean. Baseball players know where to live. Right, Great weather, right. fish any day of the year, whatever. <laughs> uh, and, of course, anytime we're talking about the great outdoors here on the show, it's brought to you by... Razorback Armory, your full-service firearm shop. They strive to be the area's premier destination for customs uh, built and uh, suppressors. They've got you covered on Manchester Road just east of 270, about a half a mile, uh, and online at RazorbackArmory.com. Tell them Bo sent you to Razorback Armory. And joining us now for just a few minutes uh, left on the show, but we'll be sticking around for the podcast-exclusive discussion. As I mentioned, uh, joining us on the phone is the Sheriff of Jefferson County, Sheriff Dave Marshak, uh, back with us. Great to talk with you, Sheriff. How are you? Good afternoon. Hopefully you guys are doing well. Yeah. Sorry that we, uh, sorry we're getting to you a little late and we don't have very much time left on the show. You know how it is. Professional athletes... They don't stop talking. You can't cut them off because, you know, they're big time. So Dimitri took all your time. <laughs> hey, listen, I always accept to play uh, second fiddle to a professional athlete. I get it. <laughs> but the, like I said, the, the good thing about this show, one of the uh, resources that we have is the podcast exclusive. So each and every week we put out two podcasts at the show. The show podcast goes out on Friday before the show even airs. So you can take the show with you throughout the weekend. And then we release the podcast exclusive on Monday. So we get this opportunity to have a deeper discussion and kind of continue some of the topics on the show um, if we run out of time. And so Sheriff's going to be sticking around for that podcast exclusive, and we'll get into some of the big topics of the week with him there. Uh, Before we have to wrap up the show, Sheriff, I did want to just quickly get your thoughts on this, and we'll continue the discussion um, on the podcast. But there's a lot of stuff happening in the the country this week that surround the law enforcement community and a lot of it is very negative uh, one example of that something we touched on earlier uh, in Seattle their police chief just resigned after the city council voted to cut the police budget by four million dollars and up to a hundred officers um, like I said we'll have time to get into this a little bit deeper in the podcast exclusive but after a week like this, what is your um, what what's your thoughts on where we're at in, in the world right now, and and especially uh, for the law enforcement community? Well, I can tell you, it's uh, disheartening for law enforcement officers uh, to uh, continuously be demoralized over uh, some of the actions of um, police officers. You know, there's more than eight hundred thousand police officers uh, throughout the entire country, with three to five million contacts every day. And a majority of them are professionals doing the right thing, doing amazing work every single day. They're professionals. And so I think if uh, we hyper-focus on 
one incident inside the entire country and broadcast that nationally and, and create this narrative that the police are rogue, uh, it's going to do some real damage to safety and security for uh, our communities and for the entire country. So I think, you know, in large part, the narrative is uh, a little <clears throat> uh, disingenuous to the hard work that's being done every day. And, uh, hey, Sheriff, real quick, with your staff that you have, the deputies that you have on the road, uh, you, you mentioned demoralizing. Uh, do you feel like they're coaching? If so, how do you how do you keep them up? How do you keep them mm-hmm. positive in the world we're facing? 30 seconds, Sheriff. Uh, hey, 30 seconds. Uh, I tell you, we do a number of things. We have a great work culture here. Uh, in Jefferson County, we're very fortunate to have a community that supports us. Uh, I'm familiar with uh, some polling that was done just because of the election cycle. Uh, every piece of campaign material came out said they were pro-law enforcement. And uh, so Jefferson County is very lucky to have a community that supports it. And so for us, it's not as bad as other areas. But you know, we can kind of talk about that. I'm getting a number of different applications from uh, you know, city police officers and some other areas. So I, I think some work needs to be done in our region. Mm-hmm. We're going to continue this discussion with Sheriff on the podcast. That's Sheriff Dave Marshak from Jefferson County. Get our podcast just about anywhere you download podcasts, but I recommend the radio.com app because you can get so many things there, including the podcast. You can stream the station 24-7, rewind live radio with the Radio Rewind feature, so make sure you check us out there. For our producer Chad Ellis and my partner Bo Matthews, I'm Tony Colombo. Thank you so much for listening to another edition of Second Amendment Radio in the Great Outdoors. See you, boys! This has been Second Amendment Radio in the Great Outdoors, sponsored by Intervine. Get the best camping lanterns, flashlights, and more at Intervine.com. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.